The voice you just heard was Edmund Camper. He was a well-known serial killer from the 70s, and you will hear other clips from him as well. But anyways, this episode is a topic of Do Mothers Make Killers Out of Their Children? We will discuss a little on a few of the various cases that we cover in this episode. As you can tell from the audio clip, Ed claimed his mother always would uh, belittle, humiliate, and abuse him. He would kill six co-ed girls before killing his mother and her best friend later. He would turn himself in afterwards. And that's when I decided I'm going to murder my mother. I knew a week before she died I was going to kill her. And she went out to a party. She got soused. She came home, went to sleep. I was woken up by that. I got, came out. I walked up to her bed. She's laying there reading a paperback many thousands of nights before and she said oh I suppose you're going to want to sit up all night and talk now shit I looked at her and I said no I said good night and I knew I was going to kill her you know and I'm so cold it's so hard that's the first time in 10 years I've looked at it that way. I mean, that intensely, that honestly. It hurts. It came out of my mother. And in a rage, I went right back in. For seven years, she said, I haven't had sex with a man because of you, my murderous son. It's one of our arguments. And I cut off her head. And, I'm, and I humiliated her corpse. It's there. You know? A six-year-old woman dead because of the way she raises her son and the way her son is raised, the way he grows up. And what's her closing words? I suppose you want to sit up all night and talk. I was reading that there are three groups of kids that would likely kill their parents. Those groups are listed as, one, severe mental illness, they get a delusion in their head that the parent is the devil or the devil has gone into the parent. They feel by killing their parent that they're saving them in the process. Second is involved in crime and drug abuse. They demonstrate an antisocial personality. It would lead them to accidentally or purposely killing their parents. Third is suffered severe abuse in the home. It's more of the kid acting out in self-defense. And we're going to talk about the audio you just heard and give our opinions on that case. Which one do you think he falls into? The severe mental illness, the involved in crime, drug abuse, and then suffered severe abuse in home. Because like I said, he killed his uh, grandparents when he was, I think, 13, if I remember correctly. He shot them. I'm going to say severe mental illness. So I'm not sure. I could see severe mental illness or kind of abuse, but more mentally abuse in his aspect, not physical. Yeah, that's true. And I think mental abuse, like at an early age, can cause illness, mental illness. Like Edmund Camper was six foot nine. Like he would make people feel small, but yet his mother still made him feel small. 
and he basically couldn't stop killing her until he killed her and ended all of it. So uh, we will move on to the next case. Did you kill your mother? killed your mother. And why did you kill her? She uh, wasn't taking care of my family. Meaning you and your brother? Yeah. Is that who you mean? When did you decide to kill your mother? I decided the day I did it. And the method you chose was what? audio clip you just heard was an interview on Dr. Phil with killer Zachary Davis. Zach would kill his mother in August 2012. He even tried to burn the house down with his brother in it. He would lose his father at the age of nine and claimed he heard voices. He also said one of the voices was his father. It did seem he went into a deep depression and it was stated his own mother would pull him out of therapy shortly after he started going. In the audio clip you can hear him laugh at certain parts and he does a weird head nod when shaking his head yes. He really seems to lack remorse.
And uh, we're going to go into our opinion on this case. Yeah, the head nod's like a really slow, dragged out head nod. But um, I kind of definitely go on with severe mental illness because he's saying he heard voices and one of them claiming to be his father. Like, I couldn't really, like, it's, I don't know if his father's saying, hey, kill your mother or just, you know, I, I'm not sure exactly. Yeah, it doesn't on that. elaborate on that. So, in retrospect, it's probably maybe a way of maybe having him. He tried to burn his the house down with his brother, and he's like, he'd kind of think like maybe that was a way of getting their whole family back together or something. I agree with the severe mental illness, especially with the voices yeah. when he was young. And he got in the deep depression after he losing his father. And I don't agree with his mom pulling him out of therapy shortly after he started going, because if she probably hadn't, he probably would have been able to get better help instead of just being the way it talks he maybe went to one or two maybe appointments and then she pulled him out so yeah. he did not get the help that he needed to get i think he really needed that and if he was incarcerated on that interview um he probably was on medication so his like delayed head nodding that could be a side effect of medication especially a strong one like if he has like if he does have like serious illness but he also could just, you know, well, with him laughing and just black too. remorse. Like he probably feels nothing about it. Yeah, because like he seemed like he was really like kind of like Edmund Camper. Like when he, he was talking about the sound, he laughed. Yeah, that's what I noticed most. Yeah, but he's like Edmund Camper though, kind of like he 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 chose to do it. He had to do it, after, but he just done it that day. Yeah, his wasn't it was a as week. premeditated, and he didn't also kill you know people beforehand. Yeah. All right, we're going to go on to the next uh, case. We don't have audio of this next one, but it goes back to the 50s, and we have covered uh, Ed Gein in uh, earlier episodes. It's more of his confession and, you know, all that. But Ed Gein, you know, he killed two women, yet he dug up a lot of female bodies to make human suits along with various other items. Um, and this all kind of goes back to the way his mother brought him up. It was reported his father was a bad alcoholic. And his mother seemed to despise his father, and in reality, is pretty much all men. But uh, his mother would cram in his head and his brother's head about how bad drinking was, and that all women except herself were whores. And she would uh, read to them many evenings from the Bible. And once his mother died, it seemed all went, you know, in a downward spiral for Ed. Like my opinion with him, like I don't, he didn't really suffer any abuse, really. Maybe more. Mentally, just with the upbringing, with how controlling his mom was and stuff. But I kind of see the whole severe or severe mental illness aspect in this. And he was just trying to, because like he boarded up his mom's room, left the way it was. And like, there's even speculation he killed his brother. Because like his brother's kind of going against everything their mom said when they got older. And he supposedly died in a brush fire. But he had like no burn marks and stuff like that on him. So I really just think he had really like bad, severe mental illness after losing his mother. And he just wanted to basically make something with her. That's, you know, that's why you get the, uh, um, crap, Norman Bates, you know, from Psycho and stuff like that. Just the whole aspect that he was really in death with his mother and really loved her. What is your opinion? I can agree with that. And just like I said in the first one, like, you know, trauma like that, like losing his mom was probably a big trauma to him because she forced him to be so close to her. And 
could cause a psych break. But uh, that will wrap up this one, and we'll go on to the next case. I couldn't stand the, to go back to my mom and uh, have her uh, beat me the way she would have if she had found it out. Had she beaten you before? Oh, yes. Uh, many, many times. I've got scarred all over my body where she put on. Why did she beat you? Any way she could, for anything she could. Just one of these type things when a person's drunk, they don't know what they're doing. That's the way my family was. They grew since I was a baby, they grew, I grew up in a drunk house. That's the way it was. How did you feel about your mother? I just hated her. Pure hatred. Why? Because of her making me watch sex like she was having. The audio you just heard was of Otis Tool. Uh, Otis is a very interesting breed of uh, individual, but he is a suspected serial killer of um, six or more victims. He would claim his mother being abusive as well as putting him in girls' clothes and calling him Susan. He would also claim a sexual abuse from his older brother. And the only problem with Otis's case is he is a well-known liar. But uh, him and Henry Lee Lucas had traveled together and confessed to a lot of murders they didn't do. Like, they confessed to... Uh, Hundreds, thousands, like I've talked about Henry Lee Lucas in other episodes. And uh, our opinion, well, my opinion personally, is I kind of see maybe a little bit of severe mental illness. Maybe not as much. But like, whatever went on in that house, you know, it sounds like you know a lot of substance abuse. And, you know, probably mentally abusive and possibly physical abuse of abuse in the house. Um, like I said, he just seems a little off too. So he might have some issue with that and, you know, could have led him on to, you know, becoming a serial killer and all that with his upbringing. What do you think? Um, I think maybe the lying part could be part of a mental illness. And it's kind of hard to tell because if he, if what he's saying is true, like, yeah, that definitely could, you know, make you be crazy and just, you know, kill people. But well, you remember, you ever heard of the Adam Walsh little boy, Bisper in Florida? No. Uh, he actually confessed to that. But they kind of think him and Henry just kind of confessed to a lot. Because supposedly they confessed to killing a cop in Huntington. Uh, a long time ago, like back in the 70s. But I think a lot of they just wanted to look bigger than what they were. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking, too. So, like, that's what's hard to kind of include, which a lot of his childhood like, could be true. Like, definitely with Henry Lee Lucas, but I haven't heard of Lucas. They both had, like, a gay relationship together and traveled. Yeah. traveled. Okay, well. But uh, we will go on to the next case.
Speaking of Henry Lee Lucas, he would claim his mother was a prostitute and would force him to watch her have sex with clients. He would attack his mother in 1960 after getting into a heated discussion on returning home to take care of her. He claimed he hit her in the head with a broom and stabbed her in the neck. He didn't kill her, but she would die later on from a heart attack due to Henry. Yeah, with our opinion on, well, my opinion on him would be basically bout with the Otis tool, like, maybe some, because both of them looked really, really, they were goofy-looking fuckers, like, badly, and, you know, just, like I said, it's hard to believe what, but, you know, if he, you know, would have to watch his mother have sex with her clients, that's, that's, you know, abuse, badly, and definitely could cause some mental Ill, Ill, illnesses as well, and, you know, everything like so i just kind of see the whole otis tool aspect of that as well um i can agree with the otis tool thing i don't think them looking goofy has anything to do with murder but you, you need you need to see pictures of them like well it's out. true i haven't but like we're from west virginia you pick out somebody back in the woods and you got hasn't been out of the holler in a year no probably about 30 <laughs> and you got henry lee lucas <laughs> Yeah, but especially if, you know, like, if they were traveling together or romantically involved, like, for sure, they probably, like, fed off of each other, too. Yeah. Like, Otis is kind of more presentable, but not not as much. Uh, but we'll go on to the next case. Uh, this one, um, I wrote a blog about, but uh, Bobby Joe Long, he killed 10 women in Florida back in the 80s, and... My blog, because I wrote Bobby for quite a few years, and he was recently, you know, just put to death. But uh, he had a very bad relationship with his mother growing up, and it was reported he slept in the same bed with her until he was a teenager. I'm thinking, like, I think I've read, like, 13, 14, 15, so, like, at the early years of teenager years. But uh, I remember reading about him possibly even being in the room when she would have sex with the men as well. Because they shared a bedroom when living with uh, friends and family. Because they kind of traveled to Florida and West Virginia a few times. Because she was like kind of on and off with uh, his father. But he always hated that she dated various men for a short periods of time. And he hated the way she would dress. And at one point it was stated he accused her of flirting with men while he was about to drown in the water while they were at a beach one day. Like, with his case, you know, he like... Some of the letters he wrote to me, like, he mentioned about, you know, his mom. Like, he seemed to really care about her, you know, later on in life. But she still, if she's still alive, uh, she did still live in West Virginia. Like, she's in her 80s. And um, he was talking about her trying to get out of the state, you know, where we have sometimes have bad weather and stuff. And wanted her down to Florida, closer to him. But I could definitely see, definitely mental abuse with the whole, you know, with... But, I don't know, like, I guess you'd say mental illness, because he did have, he did have the, what, another chromosome grew boobs when he was younger, and, you know, that kind of affected with him, so I'm sure he got made I've fun of, of a lot. I yeah. don't know the technical name, but I've heard of that. Yeah, I'm not sure either, but yeah, he had, he had like, a lot of head trauma as well growing up, um, like, he was hit by a car in Canova. When he was little, uh, he got hit with like a swing in the head. But um, like I said, I wouldn't really say like I said, I'd kind of say an abuse in that sense of just. I, it seemed like he got a hatred for women, just kind of how she was. Like something just triggered in his head. 
But you know, if they had to, if they shared a bedroom with her doing that, like that's going to affect with a child. But yeah, that's kind of the way I look at it. What's your opinion? Um, yeah, I definitely think you know all that plays a part. But just head injuries alone could have triggered something. Well, that's what uh, they say. Like when he became actually, because he was the classified ad rapist, and he claimed of raping over you know fifty women. He but, was just recently injected, wasn't he? Yeah, that's what I said earlier. Was it May? Well, I mean, like, I don't know how recent, but it was, like, yeah, not I think that like, long ago. I'm pretty sure it was in May. I'd have to look at the day. I'm but, bad with time frame. I don't know. But, because, um, yeah, like, he got in a bad motorcycle accident and really messed him up. Like, it hit something in his brain till he was, like, basically his sex drive just went, like, full overdrive. And he just, yeah. Well, with each head injury, too, oh, it yeah. makes it worse, like brain trauma. Oh, yeah. But uh, we'll go on to the uh, next and our last case. I know there's a lot of cases out there that can fit in this episode, but we just covered a few, like, people, ones that people might know more or that we found interesting ourselves. But uh, this next one goes about uh, Mary Bell with a child killer who strangled two young boys at the age of 10, but said Mary was rejected by her mother earlier in life, and it was stated the first words that came from her mother when she was born was, get that thing away from me. And she would leave Mary with various relatives and once even tried to give her to a woman who had been turned down by adoption agency. Mary's mother also would give her drugs to make her sick, and a few believe it was a way of trying to kill her. Mary herself would make it known that her mother forced her into sexual acts with men. My opinion... Not really, probably the severe mental illness aspect, but definitely abuse, you know, forcing to have sex with men, you know, that's just messed up, which basically feeding her, you know, drugs and stuff, if that was a way of trying to kill her, you know, that's abuse as well. It just seemed like she didn't want a kid at all. But, like, with her strangling two young boys, though, is, like, is that just her trying to, like, get attention of kids? Of killing somebody, and that was just an easy target to do it. Just have all the focus on her. Like, what's your opinion? I think abuse is the yeah is the subject there for sure. But also for a mother to act that way, like being a mother, I couldn't imagine like treating my kid that way, no matter what illness. But there is people out there, like you know, that have an illness, so maybe something was passed down to her. Like, you know, hereditary illnesses, but I think abuse was the main part. And with her strangling two young boys, it could either be, like, you know, she wasn't taught how to process emotions. She had no normal life. So it could either be that or, like, any attention is still attention, even if it's bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, even with, like, if it said, you know, if it's true that her mother forced to have sex with men, like, you know, that's, like, extreme, but just the abandonment would be a big issue, too, where they said she yeah. just left her with anybody. Like, just that alone It sounds like all something. of it was really early, too. Yeah, it seemed like it just got on the low totem pole and then just went real high up. And, like, this kept getting worse. Yeah. And with her killing, you know, two young boys at the age of 10, you know, that's pretty, well, dramatic. But uh, that is our last one we're covering. But we're going to take a few minutes to discuss the uh, overall topic. And, you know, I kind of personally believe it's more, you know, you got the nature versus nurture and, uh, thing. Uh, I could kind of see 
both of them play a part, you know, but it depends on who it is. Cause like you could take people that went through the same lifestyle and one become a killer, one become a president, you know, it's, it's weird like that, but, uh, you know, whether it be nature or nature, uh, like it's just kind of the way you look at it, but some mothers, as you can tell in this can be strict and kind of just really getting their kids heads and whether you know they kill kill them or they kill people that might fit their need of them or something like that you know that that happens happens a lot but uh i can kind of see it you know like you can make a very good argument that well not only mothers but just a parent could really cause uh their child to become a killer which I don't mean. I don't mean that's their intent, but it. You know, it, you make a very good argument over it. But what's your opinion on it? Um. Well, I think like everyone has a nature about them, but it also comes down to your nurturing aspect. Like, if you like, if you have potential to be a killer, that's going to be in you no matter what, in my opinion. It's kind of like you're born with it. Yeah, like you're, like, you know that you are capable, but it depends on if you do it or not. Like, if you're raised in, like, your, your parents love you, they try to teach you right, that doesn't mean that you're not going to be a killer, but it could help you, like, learn how to process feelings, like, if they put you in therapies or, like, you know, actually try to help you like a parent does. You know what I mean? Like, tries mm -hmm. to help their child. Yeah. But if you have somebody that's just making it all worse and making your life hell that's supposed to be protecting you and helping you, I definitely can see it happening a lot more. It's just more like they gave up. Yeah, like, they didn't, they feel like they probably didn't stand a chance and was like, well, I'm just going to either kill my parents or go kill other people to get my aggression out. Yeah, because, like, the person that's supposed to care most about you in the world basically turns their back on you, then yeah, like, you just take your frustration out on anything and everything you can. Like, how could you think anyone is good if you didn't think your parents were good people? Like, how could, like in a child's eyes, I would imagine, like, you know, if your parents aren't good people, how could you think anyone could be good? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I could, I could definitely, definitely see that. Because you're just looking, like, like I said, it's hard to pinpoint, though, because, you know, because if you're born with it, like, like, nobody knows if you are born with it, like you're saying, it just could just be things that trigger it along the way that just make it worse, and if they don't get the proper help and everything, because everybody's different, and everybody, everybody acts to incidents and trauma differently, you, know, you might have somebody that, you know, loses a best friend to, to suicide, and then they kill herself, but then you might have somebody else that, like, starts an awareness for suicide and, you know, helps other people and stuff like that. Like, people just take trauma and stuff differently. And then if it comes through abuse, which I could see maybe substance abuse, whether it be, you know, something that has a side effect, stuff like that. Oh, yes, with substance abuse or even just, like, medications that you aren't abusing, like, especially psych medicines, I mean, everyone, like, reacts differently to chemical balances. Like, one can make you way more aggressive. One can make you, like, a zombie. Like, you don't even know what you're doing. Like, 
I think that plays a part. Every I think everything plays a part. But I think if you have it, if you have the capability to kill someone, you have that no matter what. It just depends on how you control it. I think it was Richard Ramirez that said that, that we all we all have the power in our hands. Which yeah. is really like like anybody that's listening to this episode like or likes our page or anything, like if you actually look at it, there's probably one point in your life that you might not have done something or you might have done something but stopped before it got too, you know, too close. But because everybody's like, you always hear people like, oh, I wish I could kill them or stuff like that. Like, Yeah, like everyone says that. You could say, hey, I want to kill this person. You're almost right there. Just one more bad choice and you're right there of doing it. You know, and the, like I'm not taking up for people that have killed people. But that's what, like, if you've ever felt that bad to do it, they felt that bad just like you did it at, you know, at least one point in your life or more than one point in your life. But they just end up... Might as well say they got over their breaking point. You know, they said the feeling, or they th- thought the feeling. Either way, it just ended up, they were able to climb that fence and actually do it. And then, you know, if they become a serial killer, then the adrenaline rush they got from that, they just had to continue feeding into it after that. And then it just became, like, basically, like, they were on a drug, and they just had to keep feeding it and feeding it. And it just never was satisfied. So that's kind of like the way I look look at all of it. Well, like you said with Bobby, he had several brain injuries. And the last one, he started having, like, sexual impulse control. Like, it could all be an impulse thing. Like, you could have, you know, thought, oh, I would kill this person this way, but have never actually done it. Suffer, like, a psychic break, like, going through psychosis. Or get some kind of brain trauma. And then have impulse control like, a problem with it and end up killing someone. Like, you may have thought about it your entire life and known better and said, no, I can't do that no matter how bad I'd want to, but you get an impulse control problem and there it goes. No, it's like the, uh, what was it, uh, I want to say it was down in Florida a few years ago, but the dude, like, if I remember correctly, like, a guy cut him off in traffic. You know, a lot of people have this. And then, you know, they're like, oh, and, you know, they get mad over it. Well, this person, like, basically followed the person home and shot him out in their yard. You know, that that can happen to anybody, really. But, like I said, it's just somebody that thought it. And you would have to stay, to like, you would have to stay in that state and be mad to follow that person home. Like, I'm sure it took a while to get to that person's house. So you would have to stay in that, like, irate state of mind. Mm-hmm. To be able to go that far and then still kill them. Like, you didn't calm down, like how people say count to ten and all that kind of stuff. Like, if that works for you, cool. But, you know, some people, I think that's a mental illness thing. I think that's an impulse thing. I mean, it may not be, but in my opinion, I think so. Which a lot of that goes back to, too, like we were talking about not getting help from your parents about them which sometimes you know kids do hide their emotions away from their parents like even though they can trust their parents but sometimes it's not too much like i think kind of not making fun of the older generation but like the older generation kind of was like hush hush get over it you know you can't dwell on it and like a lot of the newer younger parents and stuff a lot of them you know they're it's been more mental illness has been more out there in the world and, you know, 
they're able to maybe identify if their child's having it and then get them help sooner till these impulses and stuff like don't trigger them later in life if they start seeing, you know, signs that, hey, something's wrong with my child, you know. But if they do have mental illness, that's nothing, you know, wrong with that aspect. It's just, you know, kids, like, need help. Because, like, every time somebody kills somebody, they're like, oh, I never saw a person like that. You know, they're always a nice neighbor. Not, like, yeah, that's the only, you only saw what they wanted you to see. A lot of people are good about hiding their feelings. And a lot of kids and a lot of adults deal with stuff like that. And like I said, like we've said this whole episode, just how you handle it is how you take it. So you either, you know, swallow swallow it, move on with life, or you act upon it and you might end up in jail from killing somebody. Yeah, I can agree with that, especially like with back in the day, like everybody was real tough. And I think... I think that's awesome. Like, yeah, be tough, everything, but it's okay to express your feelings and, you know, get the help that you need. Because if you're getting help, then, you know, maybe there will be less murders. Maybe there won't be as many killers and tragic deaths and stuff like that. But... Well, there's always, there's always going to be... Because, like, now, you know, you got, you know, a lot of them's drug-related... You know, somebody owes somebody money. Like, a lot of that you're not, you're going to continue having. Which, like, as a serial killer aspect, like, you'll still have some, you know, which I know the FBI says there's 200. And get, but the technology is making it easier to find people quicker. Oh, yeah. And being able to trace, you know, who done this, who done that. It would be really hard to get away with something. When you got, like, days. the school shootings, mass murders, and all that, like, those are kind of hard to pinpoint, but a lot of that can go back to, you know, what we've talked about in this episode. But a lot of them, though, too, like, if you look at it and they start digging into, you know, say, like the Columbine shooter, you know, they looked into their background. They said they got made fun of and all that. But, like, that could have been something that may have been prevented, may have not been prevented. And you got some, like, the other school shootings, like, it goes back to usually mental health issues that they had that either they weren't taking the medication properly or they were just overlooked and it just, you know, ended up happening. But like I said, it's, you can't really say, well, I guess, I don't know. You can't really say that a parent that is at fault if they're a kid, unless they like, you know, purposely like, hey, you're going to kill when you get older and like teach them, you like, know. Like, hey, you need to kill this person. <laughs> yeah, and you teach them their way to doing it. Excuse me, but I don't think you can actually blame anybody. Like, even the person that does the killings, like, not to, you know, take up for anybody, but, like, some of people are just, that's just their nature. That's that's them no matter what. But some people, like, like I can see both sides of spectrums. Like, I've talked to family that lost people, you know, by somebody getting murdered and stuff like that. And I've talked, you know, to killers, serial killers and stuff like that. So, like, I see both sides of it. Like, yeah, it's sad, you know, you lose a family. Like, I've not lost family that I know of, like, to close by getting murdered. But, you know, I have lost loved ones, you know, that died of other causes. But, you know, like, it's hard to look at that aspect of the person that done the killing. But a lot of them, you know, they have something going. Like, if somebody kills somebody... It's hard to find, like, nobody knows what's in their head. Like, it can go very deep at that moment. 
like I said, you do have your people. It's like, oh, I'm just going to go out and kill somebody, and they have no thought process behind it. And you got some people that's like, if there's something mentally wrong with them, and they can't help it, in a way, if you look at it like that. But in a way, it could, like, like we were saying, it could have been helped though if it was caught earlier on. It's just something that maybe aided them for years and years, and they just couldn't control it anymore. Like I said, there's, there's so many topics that you could argue back and forth with, and what I'm saying here don't mean I'm right or wrong, it's just kind of a way to look at it, because I know you got some people that's just closed-minded on the topic, and they're like, oh, well, if so-and-so killed so-and-so, well, they need to be killed just the way they were, stuff like that, which in a lot of sense they do, you know, like an eye for an eye, but it always don't happen that way, you know, and like everybody's human, everybody makes mistakes. Some people just make worse mistakes than others. And it, it's sad kind of how, you know, because everybody's like, oh, you, you know, feed off, you know, violence and all that. But in the reality, you got, you know, TV, you know, for the news, like we just watched the news just a little bit ago and it was talking about a murder in Dunbar. You know, you got movies, you know, you got all your killers on there, Jason, Freddie, Michael Myers, all that. Like our community has, you know, in, in America... We feed off violence. It's always going to be like that. Like what Marilyn Manson said, you know, that violence is just more televised now. You know, they give their 15-minute fame, and that's what happens. It's like the it's like the uh, parents that leave their kids in cars. You know, it don't happen as frequently, but like here, what was that? Was that last week? Yeah. When a woman in, uh, I think, Southridge left their kid in the car, like the kid didn't die, but it's like, and she's like, well, I forgot. Thankfully, it's been like 100 degrees out lately. Yeah, and like, and when you go back to when it was happening, like, pretty frequently in the news, like, it seemed like every other day, it's like, were they just doing it to get their 15 minutes of fame? Like, that's kind of the way, I don't know. I would like not want to be famous for that, but like you said, we're all human. Even killers are human, you know, they have something wrong with them, whether it be from abuse or mentally or whatever, drugs, whatever. They have something wrong with them. Like, at the end of the day, like, no matter how much it irritates you, just be kind to somebody. Like, you don't know what people's dealing with on a daily. You don't know what people has went through in their past to get to where they are. Like, just be nice. That's it. Yeah, like, to finish that off real quick, like, I had a friend all through high school, nicest guy in the world. You know, not too long after high school, he ended up killing himself. And, like, people like I didn't really talk like I didn't talk to him after high school which I wish I would have but we both you know kind of went separate ways doing our own thing but like people that I knew me and him knew mutually like they said they talked to him like a week before and like never even he gave a sign of nothing and that's that's what she's saying like you don't know what's going through somebody's head like you could be talking to somebody then next thing you know they go shoot up, you know, local store, or they kill themselves, like, nobody knows what's going on in somebody's head, and, you know, some people's constantly battling bad thoughts in their head all the time, but did you have anything else to add? Nope, I think that's all for me. All right, but uh, we kind of rambled on a little bit about a lot of various <laughs> things and kind of got off topic, but uh, we'll see you on the uh, next episode. We're hoping to have some more that kind of goes along with this and our next episode after this you'll kind of see what we're talking about and how this episode plays into the little series i talked about that olivia likes on the case we're going to be covering 
the next quite a few episodes, but uh, thank you for tuning in.